What's poppin' everybody? It's JTO. And this is DTown.DT. And you're listening to Bop It. Bop It is your go-to music podcast, giving you everything poppin', droppin', and floppin'. Like the fat boys in the pool in the summer, a.k.a. me. I was like, why are you talking about me like that? <laughs> Anyways, this is the first episode since the tragic passing of the up-and-coming rapper XXXTentacion. In just his short time in the music industry, he has left somewhat of a mark with his experimental musical production and his very versatile music style. Um, and he was only 20 years old at the time of his passing um, when he was shot in Miami just a few weeks ago. And regardless of his controversial past or his poor life decisions, he had a lot of a lot of potential, you know, to become a very big artist um and regardless of you know what we all believe about him it is very tragic to see somebody so young die in this way no matter who it is so our hearts and our thoughts are out there with his friends family and his fans especially but since his passing he has scored his first number one hit on the billboard hot 100 with his single sad um and the music video is actually dropping on thursday of this week so um Congratulations to him in that respect, but that's really exciting. Um, not the, not yeah, yeah, but the, the music video, the yeah. music, yeah. <laughs> All right, so to kind of like lift everyone's spirits because we kind of started lift the spirits. I thought you were going to start singing Lift Every Voice and sing. I was like, oh, wow, JTL, you're really trying to get your black card. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start it off with our album drop of the week. JTL, what is your album drop of the week? So um, I went back and forth with who my album drop of the week was going to be, but I have to give it to my girl, BB Rexa. She really, really worked so hard on this debut album. She has been behind the scenes of many other artists in the past. Um, working on their albums, writing for them, being a backup vocalist, uh, being featured in their songs. And it is time to see BB Rexa shine herself and give herself the spotlight. So she just released her debut album entitled Expectations with um, collaborations such as Quavo and Tory Lanez and Florida Georgia Line. Um, and it is a very, very good album, top to bottom. It is pop undeniable pop there's nothing else to really to say about it uh some of the standout songs that she has is of course um meant to be which has gone on to be a number one on the country charts for a really really long time yeah a really long time which is a very very good song kind of pop country mashup and has been very commercially successful um she also has a song called two souls on fire with quavo which has a little bit more of a hip-hop influence and then a standout which was actually the fourth highest selling new project on itunes in this past week was her song knees from the expectations album so it's a very very good uh song about a relationship where you don't know where you're at in the relationship whether or not the person you're with knows you know, or like wants to be with you anymore, or if you want to be with them, if if you're right for them, and all that confusing Love stuff. That. Mm. So as a song about you know finding peace after a breakup. So knees is a fantastic song. Um, definitely check out expectations by BB Rexa. Hey baby, hey baby. All right, and so for my album drop of the week, what is it? I mean, I guess you can guess it, honestly. Um, it's the Carters. Everything is love. I mean, with the album drop that vicious, you can't. Really, <laughs> Why don't you sound more excited about it? I mean, because there's no point. With it, an album drop that vicious. I mean, honestly, because it, this album has been so it's so refined that you have to like just nail it back a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, I really loved it. Like the production was amazing. This was this completes the trilogy for them because you had you started with Lemonade and you had 444, and then mm-hmm. now you have the Carters. Everything is love. So both sides of the story has been kind of told, and they continue this theme of art and just amazing like amazingness continued all the way throughout it. Um, I don't know like the video like everything was so well released. Ripped to um, the Europe leg of the tour that didn't get to see any of those performances. Oops. Um, but U.S. Oh my God, we get to see it though. We get to see it though. I forgot about that. Oh my God, I forgot. Um, but this album was is so. It was a wholesome album. First off, second of all, Beyonce had bars like we, better bars than Jay Z. And be then completely yeah, honest. she held her own like far better than Jay Z did. And you could tell that like. This was a Jay Z like produced album, mm-hmm. but a Beyonce album because like she held her own. And it's kind of funny though if you look up to the lead up to this album dropping, you see Beyonce like slowly perfecting her like verses because like you got Top Off and all those other songs where she's like rapping like straight going in on there. And yeah. then like now it's like she's got it down and like she's she's here. She's that girl. I mean, even Shining from last year was yeah. kind of like a nod to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also a DJ Khaled produced track. Um, and DJ Khaled is the opener for them, so we can see that this has been an album that's been in the works for a really long time. So no, she knew what she was doing. So yes, yeah, some of the big ones: Summer, The Ape Word, um, Boss, Apeish, Apeish. There we go. Um, my favorites, of course, is gonna be Black Effect, Heard About Us, and I'm trying to think of the third one that I love so. Heard much. About Us is oh Boss, so good. Boss and Heard About Us is going to be on the Bop It playlist. You don't know that as you heard about us. Like it's so motivational. It's just like. Like that's how I feel listening to it. What I what I like about this album in specific is it's a different type of um I guess attitude that both artists have had in this where you know a lot in the past they've had, you know, really super raw albums where they have done complete confessionals about their personal lives and this is basically just a F you to the rest of everybody else saying, We're rich. We don't care. We're untouchable. We do what we want. You can talk about our relationship all you want and how we decide to live our lives based on, you know, our past encounters. We don't care. This is us. Yeah. And so that's what I like about this album. I love this album. So check it out, everyone, if you haven't already. And that is the album Drop of the Week. <laughs> you know, this summer we have had tons and tons and tons and tons of tons of great music released and i don't want to talk bad about anything but we have to we have oh. to talk about the miss of the week this week devin miss of the week miss miss of the week miss of the week miss of the week what is your miss of the week okay what well, wasn't working so it's been so much like great music dropping uh this summer i don't really have like a miss of the week per se i have to qualify my miss of the week because this song is just like when i listen to it like, I listen to the words first. Normally, I listen to the music first, and then I listen to the words. But I just, like, the song immediately pulled me into the words, and, like, I love the words so much. Like, it really, it hit me. It hit me hard. Like, it hit me, like, right there in the heart. But it's Lemon Drops by Taylana. Like, lyrics, superb. Like, I felt things. But music, like, it was just something about it that wasn't, like, connecting for me like it, it was missing something her sound wasn't defined enough i don't know if she was like an artist on the rise it's her it was on her ep so that's understandable with the music the production of it but it was just like i wanted more or i wanted to like carve back a little bit and so i could hear these lyrics even more because they were just so impactful and they were so well written 
But that's my miss of the week. I'm still gonna be listening to it because I got, <laughs> I like to cry. So yeah, we know, <laughs> we know. All right, so what's your miss of the week, JTO? Um, my miss of the week is not necessarily a song that was released this week. This song has actually been released a while back and is just now making its way up the Billboard Hot 100. It's in the it's been in the top ten for the past two weeks in a row. But the song is called "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World, and I'm just I don't gonna say her. this: I'm not a fan at all. This song sounds way too simple for it to be anything remotely um let's elevating hip-hop music it's not doing anything new it's not you know pulling inspiration from you know throwbacks it is just it just kind of exists and it sounds way too similar to a lot of the half done hip-hop music that is becoming more and more popular these days um amongst a lot of the younger crowds not necessarily the larger crowd or the older crowds but it is just so simply done that it's kind of you're like over it i'm over it and i it's it's one of those ones it's like maybe it exists in like a chill playlist somewhere that you can like listen to as background music or something like that but by no means do i think this deserves any type of accolade of you know climbing the billboard hot 100 especially being in the top 10 for multiple weeks in a row and it's still climbing it you know (sighs) sad day sad day for music that is just subpar that is getting all these accolades but meanwhile you have people like jesse J who just released a four-part album that has yet to hit the charts anywhere so sad day in music sad day in musica hey jay i'm looking for something what you looking for today my favorite fine your what my favorite fine okay my favorite my favorite my favorite fine what about mine we can talk about choice. Okay. All right. So now we talked about the miss of the week. We want to talk about what's something that we've stumbled upon that we love so much we just can't stop bopping to. JTO, what's your favorite fern? So I have to give it up to this artist named Adalen. She is a Norwegian Ooh. singer. She is 21 Ooh. years of age. Is it a um, yodeling song? No. Oh, okay. She's actually Spanish. Oh. So she's Norwegian, but she sings a lot of songs in Spanish, but most of her songs are in English, so it's kind of like I'm a weird confused. Mix. But uh, Adeline actually came to a little bit of fame back in 2014 when she did a song for the World Cup soundtrack, and so that's how I originally found out about her, and I got super obsessed with like the three songs that she had at the time. Um, but that's none of the them worst. were on like Spotify, Apple Music, things like that. There are things I had to go through YouTube to find. Because um, the only times I, you know, she ever charted was like in Norway. Like yeah. she was never on the American charts. Um, but I came to kind of be obsessed with her, and so when the World Cup started, I was like, I wonder where my girl Adeline is doing now. So I happened to look her up on Spotify and noticed that she has two official singles now. So she's Ooh. actually releasing music through Spotify and other streaming services. And I came across a song called Big Bad Bitter. Ooh, and it is me. It is a good song. It's just a very, very good, feel good pop song about her not wanting to be bitter Yo. with her ex. Never she just mind, wants to be me. happy and move on. It's a happy song. So it is oh, not, it's not me. <laughs> no, that's not you. That's not you. But Adeline, she's very, very talented. She actually won a songwriting contest back when she was like 14, 15 years oh old. My God. Um, so she is super, super talented. And these are the artists that we need to give our coins because they're up and coming and they're deserving of it. So that is my favorite find of the week. Big Bad Bitter, Adeline. Devin? Okay. So my favorite... I didn't say go yet. I just said your name. Hold on. Hold on. I can't stand you. Okay. Okay. You can go. I, you, what was your favorite oh, find? Okay. Anyways, 
All right, so my favorite find is on the Latin flavor side, yeah. as per usual. You know, yeah. gotta keep it, gotta keep it cultural, cross continental. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's thinking by it's a single called "Thinking" by Spiff TV, featuring Annual AA, Bad Bunny, and Future. Okay, this makes like this song is literally like three different songs put together and you do not know it. I was about to say that's like three completely different no, artists. No, like literally. Like I was listening to it like four different times and like each time like, if I zone out and then come back in it's like a whole nother song. <laughs> and like but if you listen to it start to finish it's like oh my god like I'm just like bopping for this entire like this entire time. Like if they flow perfectly they go from English to Spanish to English to Spanish and it's just like blah, blah, ah. like it's literally amazing I don't know like I texted one of my friends I was like this is if this isn't on your bops the playlist it needs to be right now because you're missing out well this is the first I've heard about it why didn't you text me hmm? I'm sorry for a party rocket uh, 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 uh. it's a bop though okay check it out <laughs> um, thank you by Spiff TV it's a single Check it out. 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 I'm feeling it now. Check it out. <laughs> now I just realized you look kind of like Will I Am, bro. <laughs> I feel attacked. Goodbye. So, fun fact for all of you guys um, the United States of America has the largest music market in the world. So, we consume the most music, we listen, we buy, all that good stuff with our favorite artists and uh, music. So, with that being said, we wanted to talk a little bit more about the music market in America, but with the foreign culture influence on our charts. Not necessarily how a certain genre of music or how a certain culture has affected the type of music that Americans make, but how foreign cultures have basically infiltrated our charts. So we're going to start with DTown.TD, who has a little bit of information on K-pop. Alright, so K-pop is huge, guys. It's huge. It's huge. Um, it's really one of the biggest, it's one of the fastest growing things in, one of the like fastest growing things in infiltrating the American market today. And it's partly because it's such a hyper, like, create, like, it's this big melting pot of pop, like, in past mm -hmm. and present. Like, K-pop stars are doing things that pop stars aren't doing anymore. Mm -hmm. And things that K-pop stars are going to start, do, like pop stars are going to start doing just because it's this culmination of hip-hop, classic, everything. Like, why, like, uh, like studying for, to talk about this, like I watch so many like K-pop videos. So like GLT5 and all those other stars, BTS, which is like huge right now, this just reached the charts. Like they they have everything that you look for in a boy band, in a girl, in a girl group. In everything that you want to pop, it's like with. it's just super, super upbeat all the time. I don't think I've ever heard like a slow, sad K-pop song. It's always like super upbeat. It's like music that you're gonna hear in like the mall or like. No, they have like the perfect formula for yes. like the music that's gonna keep you going and like have you wanting to listen to more of it as well as like this. I don't even know. It's one of those things where a lot of times like they don't speak a lot of English in in K-pop, but or any at all. Like, exactly, and so but still, lots of people are listening to K-pop specifically because the music is so intriguing. It's like pure. It's pop in the purest form. Yes, and therefore it makes it. It doesn't make it pop anymore because it's just such mm -hmm. of like this concentrated. Energy. Because we, we've kind of accepted um, pop as a 
such a wide popular music. It's, it's popular, popular music, yeah. but we have accepted the genre of pop as you know such a variety of different types. Like in this day and age, that like we can't really pinpoint what pop is, and this is basically pop in its purest form. It's yes. like it, it it's just like really feel good music. Um, and to see for like the first time really ever, you're seeing K-pop groups enter the Billboard Hot 100. Which is um, a great... They've been putting yes. in the work, though. Looking at these music videos, they put in so much work because in America, it seems like we kind of fell off on the music video like aspect of... Mm-hmm. And like performance aspect of being a pop sauce. Because when we have the, boy, the big boy bands before in the 90s and the 2000s, like they really had a big deal about their music video production and choreography and yes choreography like synchronization with and it. their look and everything and mm-hmm. k-pop stars have that dedication and that like willpower to make sure that everything looks perfect and to appeal to every single mm-hmm. person like if you look at the girl groups they have at least one with every different like with a, with a different hair color just mm-hmm. to appeal to every person's taste what i like about k-pop especially is the fact that we have sort of lost touch with the traditional boy bands and girl bands that you saw in the late 90s early 2000s where pretty much it was a brand you yeah. branded your group and we kind of lost touch with that. You see One Direction, everyone dressed differently. Everyone they were all unique individuals. It's about individuality with mm-hmm. pop in America. And like when they went like solo, they all did you know different types of music. And so mm-hmm. you saw there was a lot of um, creative clash when they are a group. Um, and so they all went different directions. But with K-pop, it's virtually impossible to kind of determine which one, not which one's which, but. The sound wise, sound wise, like, their is, sound is. They so... have created such a brand for themselves mm-hmm. in each of the different groups, and that is what is so awesome. And fans love it because of that. Yes. Um. So you see, BTS who have um put out Mic Drop and then now Fake Love is you know one of the first K-pop groups to really ever chart on the Billboard Hot 100, which is insane. So we're reaching that in 2018, and just recently the K-pop girl group Blackpink just yes. released. Um, their album and hopefully they chart as well as as well. They got that song do 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 do. Like um, I don't know not really how to say it, but it is so infectious. I don't know. Um, yeah, K-pop yeah. is on the rise. On the rise in America. All right, JTO. So what culture were you? Have you been researching? I have started to look around and start sort of look at the influence of elect electric music okay um electronic music in america and really where the origins of that was and so you know a lot of times we credit europe with starting electronic music and edm and dubstep and things like that with like yeah with swedish house music um and things like that and bringing it over here but really the origins actually start in chicago which is something that i didn't know until i started to look into it um you know a group of african-american people you know opened a club and started making um house music which was very influenced by um Large, you know, very, very full sounds and electronic sounding things and things like that. And it just really didn't catch on because the government at the time really tied in electronic music with raving culture and then drugs. And so it wasn't, you know, put on a pedestal at all and it kind of fell off in America. Mm-hmm. However, electronic music continued to be on the rise in popularity in places like Europe. Um, and so it came full circle. It came much. full circle. So it kind of came back to us. So we kind of like people in um, America kind of laid out the groundwork for electronic music, but Europeans made it what it is. Um, and so you see, like in the middle early two thousands, um, where you saw a resurgence in electronic music with K 
Cascada, um, and not to point out these two super cheesy songs that every kid listened to as a child, but like this is some of the first instances of me really knowing and enjoying uh, electronic music with the hamster dance and crazy frog with oh, Axel wow. F. So like you didn't really realize it at the time because it was just super fun and catchy. Um, but then later on, you see Swedish House Mafia um, and then David Guetta in the early 2010s, um, Calvin Harris, um, Avicii, and all those people who are kind of made electronic music what it is in America. So it kind of was a circle, started here, Europe made it what it is, and then they kind of brought it back. That's really cool. Well, you, when you were listing off artists, it kind of gave me, it reminded me about like K-pop and EDM can kind of like crossover. They have there are a lot of crossover effects. They're really easy to pair as well. Cause like, cause so like mic drop, you have like 10, 15 EDM versions of it mm-hmm. just because it was so well produced. And <clears throat> ooh, excuse me, the if you think about it, uh, Gangnam Style was like one of the first yes, yeah. uh, K-pop songs, and then it turned into like this EDM like mainstream usage so they kind of worked hand in hand in like really like entering the culture because it was around the same time and youtube mm. helped that too with with both of the uh, categories and that's what that is what uh the internet has really done to global markets is they have allowed for music to kind of make its way into different music markets um you know back in the day you heard what was on the radio and that's all you got you know yeah. you didn't really hear a huge cultural influence in different music you know maybe besides like the beatles and elvis and you know the big ones um but there wasn't really an international influence in any market but since the internet has come around music has changed drastically the way people there's so much competition exactly um so i just really really like that but also we kind of both researched another type of music it was like and they taking... kind of came together yeah did the research it's like south okay so pretty much i was looking into like hispanic music or spanish music um and how it's like entered our culture more and so really one of the biggest things when i was researching was it was talking about selena selena was pretty much like mm-hmm. that first she wasn't necessarily the first one because it was an artist before her that kind of like pushed it into the american culture and like to be seen and kind of helped start the billboard like the latin billboard music awards but selena was that last solid thing that kind of like showed you like here's the spanish culture here's all this music and like it literally was just it's this like it's nothing but culture mixed up like su- like southern culture mixed up and then that just led to your part of it which i was, was looking up reggaeton which is an island music as well because um, they kind of go hand in hand um but reggaeton is actually island music but specifically spanish it originated in puerto rico um, and, you know, a lot of the Spanish-speaking Caribbean islands, uh, whereas, you know, you have things like Soca and Shake and, uh, shake and Scrape, yeah. which is another type of island music, um, which they have a lot of the same influences. The difference is the languages that are spoken. So things like Soca and Shake and Scrape are, you know, very big in Trinidad and Tobago and the Bahamas and um, other countries like that. Um, which came into our culture more because of Rihanna. Her you first have album was Pondy Replay, yeah. things like that. Is Music of the Sun was a very like reggaeton like based album mm-hmm. that kind of like went from there. And like Rihanna le- released like five albums, yeah. but it was like all just different versions. And, and around the same time, Shakira, you know, was making her entrance. You know, a little bit before Rihanna making her entrance yeah. was more of a Spanish flair, less reggaeton, but like more Spanish because she is from Colombia. Um, but then uh, Rihanna came around with the island flair, and then 
you know, you had a lot of surgeons of artists like that. And then Nicki Minaj, we kind of came one with her island heritage and started releasing music with reggae artists like Movado. Um, During and the Brazil, w- um, when they had the World Cup in Brazil, when they had the cup in Brazil, mm-hmm. she brought back more of her uh, her Spanish flair, her mm-hmm. islander flair. But, like, Nicki Minaj has been one of those ones who has kind of tried, like, everything and kind of done everything pretty well. She, you know, tried to get in touch with her island, you know, her island heritage, um, when she's from Trinidad and Tobago. And at the same time in her second album, when she was trying to play with that sound a little bit, she's also playing with EDM. Yeah. She's playing with EDM and electronic music. Um, and same way with Calvin Harris, you know, now we have a resurgence of um, reggaeton music, which I am going to credit this to, I'm going to credit this, I don't care what anybody says, the reason this sound is so popular in the past three years, and you mm-hmm. like you know, you know didn't hear it for a while, was because of Rihanna and her song Work. Oh yeah, 100%. If it was not for Work, we would not be hearing any of this music now, because it was so successful. It, But like, if you think about it, if you're thinking about like her creating it and using it, it has, it's the perfect formula for it to be a bop. Because a bop has to be repetitive enough where you can learn the lyrics quickly. But it also has to be well, produ- well produced and a good sound. And that's like literally all that mm-hmm. in one. Like it has to be that in order for it to be reggaeton or anything like that. And it broke records for the number of weeks that it was at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, it, and it was just the first time that I've seen that language. Uh, the name of the language is like slipping me right now but the language was used flawlessly throughout that song and it was an international hit and so now you see artists such as fifth harmony who are playing around with island sounds and then you also see calvin harris who has taken more of a reggae approach to his electronic music in uh most recent you've heard clean bandit and demi lovato use reggae sounds you've heard little mix and um just a bunch of other pop artists who are starting to use those island sounds in their music because they realize one it's beautiful music and two it is hyper successful right now on the um american market specifically so and it's perfect for a summer bop like Mm -hmm. if you have if you're listening to reggaeton you're like you're thinking of the sun out there hanging out with friends and like dancing the night away Mm -hmm. and but aside from just like reggaeton and island music spanish music in general right now is super super popular in the american market with bad bunny and um, all these um, maluma yes i mean you had it kind of all started with despacito and you know was that number one for daddy yankee oh my god daddy yankee's been around for like 30 mm-hmm. years and, and like, like pitbull has been a part of the market but like he's the worldwide but like he was doing english music um right i mean he was you know giving credit to uh cuba he things had like a that. spanish start mm-hmm. and then he went into the american market and then he was with Fat Joe for a minute, and then he kind of like, <laughs> then he got his own ground, right. and then he went back to his Spanish flair, which mm-hmm. I'm glad he brought he, he's brought it back. But yeah. yeah, but I mean, it all started with Despacito, and then you heard Mi Gente, yes. um, and then just recently we're about to get another Spanish number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 with Cardi B's "I Like It," which features uh, Bad Bunny. So and J Balvin and J Balvin. So you're about to get another Spanish number one probably within the next week so we got culture all on our charts y'all exactly so while we may have a president that does not value diversity the diversity on our music charts really truly shows how much we value diversity within our media so we still got a long way to go we have a long way to go but if our music tells us anything it's that change is coming and it's inevitable so bite on that one d trump All right, that has been the culture.
for today. Are you culture shocked yet? What time is it? Game time. What time is it? Game time. Is there a dog in his house? <laughs> Guess what, guys? It's game time. So we're throwing it back to our first episode where we did the playlist Name That Song Challenge, where I take Devin's phone and I pick a random playlist that he has curated, and he takes my phone and he picks a random playlist that I curated, and we play five songs. We have to name the artist and the song one point for each of the first four songs and two points for the last song. Person with the most points wins. wins. Okay. All right, Devin. You've won basically every game, so you can decide who Except goes first. Except for this one. Like, this is the one game I've lost. So you can decide who goes first, though. Um, I'm trying to think. Mm, I guess I'll go first. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose this one. Okay. Know, so I'm really bad. Let's see here. All right. We are going to do the playlist. Summer Bops 2K18. Who's it by? Is it by me? Actually, we're going to go with the playlist Bops. No, by, no, Summer Bops 2K18 by Devin Townsend. Okay. Alrighty. First song. Is this Sweetest Life by... Um, it's not Nick. It's like Sway or like Squeeze. Skawee or something like that. It's like Sakawee. It starts with an S. That's all I, know. I don't know how to say it. It doesn't start with an S. It doesn't. No. It's a black dude on the cover. Like I know the co- like the album art. Um, I don't know. It's Sweetest Life. That's all I know. I don't know the name it's of called it. Called Quay. Quay. Oh, okay. Quay. 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 Zero points. I don't even get a half a point. Yeah, you get a right? half point. We said name and artist. All right. Oh, Young Blood. Five seconds in summer. Oh no! It is. What is this? <laughs> what is that? It's on my summer box list. Oh my god! What is this, dude? You don't know this? You don't want to listen to it a little bit more? Who is this? Oh my god. Wait for the chorus to come in. Tell me what you want. I don't know this. Who is this? Bantu Just a Little. Alrighty, song number three. Oh, no tears uh, left to cry. Ariana Grande. My girl. Thank God. Oh, this is a yank. Huh? Yiking. This is yiking. Um, what is, who is this? Like DJ Esco or something? It's not DJ Esco. It's not Daddy Yankee. I love this song. All I know is a yike. I don't know the name of the, the, the artist. It is by Priceless Darock. Oh. So you have one point. And then this is your fifth song, which means it's for two points. Oh, Young Blood, five seconds or something. Ah! All right, three points total. All right. All righty. I'm going to win. All righty. All right, so let me see. I'm not going to do a rip five har- fifth harmony because he's going to know every single <laughs> one of them. Ooh, Party by Oliver. <laughs> we said it had to be curated I by know, us. I'm not going to do that one. Alrighty, uh, just hurry up and pick one. Hey, you got one? I don't know. Alrighty, time's a wasted. Oh, more than just music. Oh, gosh, okay. All just right. let you know. Okay, let me know. Just go, just go. This is a sad playlist. DNA. 
Uh-huh. By um Olivia O'Brien. Is it Olivia something? Nope. Something Johnson? Yeah. Something Marie Johnson. Possibly. Alright, what's the first name? Leah. Leah. Alright. Zero points. Uh, this is Somebody Else by the 1975. Alright, one point for JTO. This is sad, y'all. I need to follow this, this playlist. Is this Olivia O'Brien? Yeah. And it is called, uh, um, Empty. Yeah. Two points for JTO. Who are you, Fifth Harmony? Three points for JTO. And then we're two. Last song. This is John Paul White. Mm-hmm. Little things? Mm-mm. I'll give you one more guess. It's double points, so you can't give me any guesses. Um. Teak. Talk. Teak. Tack. I need to hear the song, Devin. Safe from harm? Nope. Simple song. Simple song. So we tied. I was gonna say like this playlist is all my favorite songs of all time. You should have told me that before I played it. But some of them just had like a little bit of significance for me in the moments so I don't really know the yeah. song names. But no, okay. Alrighty, we tied this week. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad. Finally, you finally got almost one. I can't. I can't believe you chose my favorite songs of all time, and I still okay. Never mind. No, it's okay. All righty, we tied. Whatever. All right. So game time has been a great time, everyone. <laughs> Tune in next week for another game, just as fun. Who <laughs> will win? So it is officially summer as of June twentieth, which means we can officially tell you guys what is on our summer two thousand eighteen playlist. And the reason we decided to do this is not because we necessarily wanted to do a special episode. It's because we couldn't decide between all these brilliant songs that have come out within the past two weeks. So, we're going to do a top ten DAs this week because we just can't decide and we want all these wonderful songs to be highlighted. So, Devin, tell me what is on your top ten. 10. All right, so in no particular order, <clears throat> Five in the Morning by Child Charlie XCX. That song was a surprise for me because I was mm-hmm. listening to it this week. Like, I was listening to my like new music shuffle and it came on, and I was like, Oh, this is a whole vibe, guys. This is a whole vibe. I just want to let y'all know. And so I listened to it, and like, I make my playlist before like we start recording. So, like, play like it was like, Oops, at this is it. <laughs> and like, yeah, so and I've been bopping to it all week. Another song that is 
Uber. Like, I'm telling you, this is a, such a surprise. I texted one of my friends as soon as I heard. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, this is not my genre. So it's an alternative genre artist. It's Holy Ghost by Young Fathers. This is a group of three black men. Um, they do alternative music. And it's like, I got the Holy Ghost fire in you. And then, like, I was into it when I was working out. And I was like, I just want to run right now. And so, like, I ran, like a, like, a couple miles. And it was literally the best experience, the best listening experience I've ever had. I was in the car driving home today, and, like, it came on, and, like, I don't know what came over me. I felt like I was in a teeny bopper, and, like, I was just living my life. It was amazing. A teeny bopper. Uh, okay, so another song, uh, Nas's album dropped um, in part of the Kanye West Productions. Um, and Bond- What was that little eye roll just now? You know how I feel about <laughs> that. If y'all don't know how I feel about it, listen to Scoopy the Poop. Okay. All right. So Bonjour by Nas is phenomenal. It, well, mainly because it got French in there. So he's over here like parlez-vous français or like rouler les tons, bon tons and stuff like that. And so like I just loved how he effortlessly went from like rapping and then like he rapped in French for a minute and then it was like English. But it's like it's not a lot of French to actually be impressed of, like impressed about guys. So don't think like Nas is over here being like a bilingual person. <laughs> The bop that's going to be my internal and, like, on my separate summer bops playlist forever is going to be Could You Love Me by Pleasure P, Pleasure P which y'all know from the other that boy band that he was in, and Black Saint. And it's featuring, let me see, who is it featuring? Who is it featuring? Who? 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 Flo Rida is featured on this album. Oh. This song is literally like this EDM feeling song, and I'm not an EDM person at all. Like, I told y'all a couple episodes back, I don't do this, like, but, like, these <laughs> soulful vocals from Pleasure P and Black Saint, and it was amazing. And then, like, halfway through, like, it just trailed off into a whole nother song. Um, Medicinal by Miles Hart. Heart is hard with a, it's hard with a T. Um, <laughs> it's not, that's not even a joke. That's really, but it's so sad. It just makes me feel amazing how sad it makes me feel, you know? It's amazing how sad you are. No, like, literally, it's amazing. Like, I don't even know what to do. The Light is Coming, um, featuring Nicki Minaj, is on there. The Light is Coming to get back everything that darkness stole. It's so motivational. Like, that beat is so nasty. It's like, oh, my God. Don't even get me started. You just feel like, I don't even want, like, I honestly do not want Nicki Minaj's verse again. Like, her verse to start. I don't even want it to start. I just want to hear the beat. It is an outer bot, like out of body experience. Outer body, an outer body. <laughs> and then um, for my oh, fix your face by EJ Mallard is a new. He has an EP out right now. It is amazing. This is one of my favorite songs on there because he's telling you to fix your face how you're looking at him. Okay, but it's sad all at the same time. So like it corrects you, but it's still sad. His whole EP is like 19 minutes long. I love a short like EP that I can listen to on repeat. His first song is like him, and it comes in with these like O's and this like this chorus in the background, and he tells a beautiful story from start to finish, and it ends with fix your face. And I just like it literally like is a perfect culmination. I don't even know what number I'm at right now. What is it? One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Okay, you tell me it's number eight, but not like really on the list of number eight because it probably went from top to bottom, top to bottom to top. You tell me by solely had it. Perp Dog did not think when I saw Perp Dog on the song that I'd be like, oh my God, I love this. This song is like cute. It's something that you would, uh, Zoe De Chanel would listen, like you were having like a movie with Zoe De Chanel. Like that'll be what we'll be playing in the background. And it's, it's explicit though, but it's cute and fun and a summer bop. Um, yeah, right by Joji. 
Um, the album art is hilarious, which I I'm, I love some good album artwork, and it's very sarcastic. It's very confrontational, but it's very sad. Which is like, I guess it's the mood all summer. Like I'm really confrontational, but I'm sad and I'm happy. And this all. is like not mood all summer. This is like mood all life. Life, yeah, eternal mood. Yes, that is the eternal mood. Um, what was that nine? Was that nine? Yeah, it's number nine. Oh shoot! Wow. Wait, I think I put one of my bop alerts on there. I think I put my bop alert on there, y'all. I don't know yet. We're gonna list off all eleven now then, because <laughs> I, I can't choose between this one. Run by Scott Quint. That's probably my bop, y'all. I'm sorry, I even remember. It's sad as well, but it's talking about running away from your problems, but like running to your problems all at the same time. So it's like this eternal loop, and it makes you feel like you're running too, but like not the exhausted run. It's like the refreshing run that you no, feel. No, don't put me down for cardio. <laughs> oh my god! Can I get a new co-host, y'all? New co-host request. Somebody get your friend. All right, and then finally for my eternal bop and my all summer eighteen. I don't even know why though by Lena Barras, which is already on one of our bop it playlists. But I listened to it again and I forgot about it and I remembered it as soon as it came on. I was like, oh my god, I forgot how much I love this song. And then like I just had to listen to it like three times afterwards. So I knew then that this was the song that this was the song had to be on this Bobbit playlist this year. So here we are, alas, at the end of my top ten. Um well top eleven for me. I'm sorry, I messed up with my Bop alert. <laughs> JTO, what is your Bop of the Week? Well, I actually think mine are in order, not purposely, but when I put them down, I guess I put the most important ones first. <laughs> and so alrighty, I'm gonna work backwards from number ten. My number ten is the song Why by NF. NF is a Christian rapper, which I've actually had the pleasure of seeing twice and i've seen him kind of grow as an artist from you know somebody who is a christian rapper and he's kind of stepping out to the mainstream rapping now um he's super super talented and super high energy all the time uh why by nf it kind of talks about his rise to fame and how he feels after becoming famous kind of feeling guilty about pushing people away and feeling guilty about being rich and things like that next is dance to this by troy savan featuring ariana grande that's a good one it's a real good one um it's just a really good uh feel good chill dance song it's not super upbeat but it's not like super laid back it is a middle of the line kind of like do a jiggy by the punch table type of song you know what do i'm a saying jig by the punch table a jiggy i just called it a jiggy is that not uh-uh. get jiggy with it i guess you can use it i can there. use that will smith did i can too okay moving okay. on from there we have um a super super sad song by demi lovato it was a surprise release called sober it is about relapsing from uh sobriety and you know drinking and using again and it is a um, message to her fans and her family and it is just, she actually cried the first time she ever performed this last week so Sober by Demi Lovato next is we have my girl Lizzo out with a song called Boys and let me tell you this is probably the most funky and fun song that I've heard in the past couple oh, of months oh yes oh my god it is it's just like I don't need you ah, ah, ah. I just want to free you so it is a it was a super super funky song that i enjoy a lot right now the next one i have is born to be yours by kaigo featuring imagine dragons i'm not typically the biggest imagine dragons fan i do like imagine dragons but not typically the biggest fans of theirs but this is a flawless collaboration between the two um i catch myself listening to this on more than one occasion per day usually when i get in my car i start at this song on my playlist and work my way down so super super good song 
Next is Growing Pains by Alessia Cara. The Grammy award-winning Best New Artist Alessia Cara is back with her first single from her sophomore album. She is a one of the most talented lyricists of our generation. She's super young, so she's just now making a name for herself in the industry. And to come off of a super successful first album, she releases a brilliant um, first single for her next album. So Growing Pains. Next one is unlikely for me to like this song really but jackie chan by tiesto featuring post malone zecco and preme i d- don't is know how a noodle? i what is that a noodle what Prene. that's penny oh <laughs> but i just actually happened to stumble upon this one of my playlists ended and it kind of took the mu- type of music i was listening to and you created another one it created another one and this was on there and jackie chan is super super fun song definitely a summer song um not when i typically would find myself like partying to but i get so lit in the car when i hear the song so jackie chan next is sabrina carpenter i have found a love for sabrina carpenter after she released alien and so every time she's releasing something now i am listening to it nonstop. and almost love is fantastic pop song um it is like just so infectious and i'm obsessing over the song right now um it stays in my head so next is probably my favorite song that has been released in the past couple months um just because i kind of like um the sound of it but the reggae band magic who you know had the super hit back in 2014 with rude they came back and released Why a song. Why you gotta be so rude? Exactly. But now they have a song called Kiss Me! Exclamation point. And it is beautiful. It's like, kiss me, darling, one more time. You could have like just said kiss me with like an exclamation. Because it's the only thing of, I leave behind. Instead of saying this. I've been thinking point. about my love, but don't, don't, don't. Just a suggestion. Okay. I was singing the song and I was just feeling it. All right, <laughs> it's my number. It's my number two song specifically. It's my favorite song that has been released, but um, I put it at number two for this sole reason because my number one song for the past couple weeks is "Bed" by Nicki Minaj, free- featuring Ariana Grande. Featuring. This, this is the summer of Nicki and Ari. Like it's That's undeniable. Will never stop. You have "No Tears Left to Cry." You have "Dance to This." You have "Bed." You have "Chun Li." You have "Barbie Tings." You have. Um, the light is coming. We're about to get the follow-up official second single from Ariana Grande's next God album. God is a woman. God is a woman. And they both release albums uh, back-to-back weeks in August. So this is the summer of both of them. The sisterhood of the traveling traveling bops. Exactly. And so we have Bed by Nikki and Ari. It is a super radio-friendly rap, pop, mashup. And it is just, I think, radio perfection. And it is going to do really, really well commercially if people give them their coin and stop playing around so God, that is my around. top 10 for this week all right wait so biggity 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 bop alert so my bop alert is a song that we already talked about and like i said it is an out of body experience when you listen to it and i think it is just um phenomenal what song is that it's the light is coming by ariana grande featuring Nicki minaj um And let me tell you why this is such a great song. It is a Pharrell-produced song, and it has heavy influences or, like, heavy similarities to the song Lemon by Nerd. 
I see it and I feel it. It's like because it's kind of choppy. It's kind of a bunch of different songs put into one. It's got swag. It's got funk. It's it's two. It's at least two different songs. It's at least two, if not three, different songs. And that's how Lemon was. You know, yeah. the nerd part was different. The chorus was different. Rihanna's part. You know, when Drake did the remix, Drake was different. It was all different. And it's not something we've heard before. I'm be free. And so okay. now I, you can definitely tell it is a Pharrell produced track, and it is just super fun to dance to every time i turn this on like i am instantly in a good mood just because the song is about you know taking back positivity once you once you've been a part like of a time in your life where it's been negative so i am applauding ariana grande for what she is doing amidst you know following such a tragic event in her life she is bringing positivity back and showing everybody that yes love and positivity really really does heal wounds and so does phenomenal music. She puts the positivity in pop. What? I said she puts the positivity in it's pop. It's popsitivity. Okay. That's sure. what we're going to call it. Okay. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of <laughs> syllables, honestly. Um. Well, while JTO is doing that rundown of his top 10 and his bop alert, I realized that I forgot and neglected a bop that is on my playlist that has had me what in my feelings. Uh, Tayani Taylor song gonna love me just really hits me hard okay it's great okay production we're not gonna talk about who produced it we don't need to know who produced it we're not gonna talk about who produced it but this album that she came out with was amazing gonna love me is a soulful r&b vibe you know if you've been listening to bop it you know how i love r&b because r&b and sadness are the same thing <laughs> and this song is that R&B hit that we need Like I forgot Tayani Taylor was actually like Talented like vocally <laughs> No like I Because I literally forgot that she actually sung too Because like, I always think of her talking Like her raspy voice But no She did not come to play with y'all She she has this acting She has this singing She has this dance She has this performance She is everything that we need So listen for this Listen to this song It's going to be on every R&B station out there just because it's so good if this is not on there lose it slash hurt me is going to be on there for sure or the one featuring yay unfortunately but here we are with our bop alerts okay take a listen follow our playlist jto is on spotify and dtown.dt is on apple music so there are two different platforms in which you can follow our playlist now if you guys did not get the news we are not only on the podcast website anymore we are now on iTunes. So that means you can download our uh, podcast and also subscribe directly from your iPhone. Make sure to like and rate everyone. Please leave good reviews and share it with your friends. You want you we want your friends to listen to the music we're listening. We want to. your friends, friends to listen to music. We, we want to. your friend for friend for friends to listen to the music that we're listening to. And we want your mama to listen to the music. We, we are trying to. to bring the whole world together with the music that we love. Because we believe that the artists that we are talking about now deserve the attention and deserve the commercial success. And so we want to share all this music that we're enjoying with everyone that we possibly can. So listen, subscribe, download, share it. Do whatever you got to do. Follow us on Instagram at BopIt. Follow us on Twitter at BopIt13. And we don't have a Facebook page. That's, that's too much. Um, but if you think we sound a little better this episode, it's going to be thanks to Donut Palace in Madison, Alabama. Make sure you check it out. Their donuts are fresh, warm, and delicious. Like me. Debatable. <laughs>
<laughs> if y'all saw his body movement just then, he's like, ah. Oh, we're going to cut it right there. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Bop It. Adios. Bye. Bye.